0: we're going to speak outside exactly what's going on over here. It's a little bit of a complicated Gemara that we're picking up on. And basically what the Gemara has trying to figure out still, Rebbe Yehuda was of the opinion that we do not have two separate like stands where they put the blood of one, one place, one stand where they would put the blood of the, of the cat, one place where they would put the blood of the goat. Rebbe Yehuda says you only have one stand total, right? And therefore you switch it off. When it's time to put the blood of the goat there, you put that down you take the blood of the cat off. You don't want to get confused. So the Gemara asks, why is it that Rebihuda holds that you need to have these two, one stand total so you don't get confused? Why don't you have two different stands and just write on the stand? Say this stand is the bull blood and this stand is, a, is the, um, the goat blood. So the Gemara basically then gets into a tangent and the Gemara establishes that Rebihuda does rely on writing. How do we know Rebihuda relies on writing? It goes through a special case where we see that Rebihuda relied on writing to define for us exactly which, which item is which. So you see that Behuda does rely on writing, so why doesn't he rely on writing over here, okay? So the Gemara then says, well, gets into this tangent topic of a Behuda not relying on Brera. So Brera means when you do an action later on, and that action later on will then define what really happened earlier, okay? So Behuda is of the opinion aimed Brera. The fact that you did an action later on to define something it doesn't work retroactively to define what it was in the past. Nigamara tries to figure out how do we know that a view that does not hold the So that's that's really what the conversation that we're in the middle of. Okay. So we're gonna start from the bottom of 55 b the bottom of Nun Amid Base. Nigamara says like this. Um, Four lines from the bottom. If you do the less they brayer, if you do not hold up brayer, does not hold of this concept of that you retroactively define something that was in a doubtful situation for your later action, you get to define what happened earlier. Minalat, how do we know he doesn't hold this? Elaim, uh, if you were want to say, and that which you learned in a Mishnah. If someone buys wine from the Kusim, we're the Kusim were people who did a conversion process but it was a doubtful conversion process. It was questionable. Later on, we found out that the conversion was completely invalid, but at one point we wasn't sure if it was valid or not. At the time that we thought it was valid, everybody acknowledged they were not actually careful with the laws of the, some of the laws of the Torah. They were careful with some of them, they were not. If you bought wine from them, you were allowed to drink it. It did not violate the problem of the INS because at that point we thought there was a valid conversion and they were Jewish, right? However, there was a problem. The problem is that they didn't necessarily take their trumas and maestros. They did not take off the tithing properly. So if you bought wine from them, here's the story: you buy wine from them, and it's of Shabbos, it's Friday afternoon, in it's right when it's getting dark, and there's no time to actually separate the different tithes from that wine, and you want to drink that wine on Shabbos. What are you supposed to do? We're going to see there is a a dispute amongst tanaim, what you should do. he should stand up and he should say shne Lugan shani the hapish two lugs worth of wine. A lug is a measure. So what we're talking about over here is the amount of wine total was 100 lug, right? So it's 100 lug total. So two lug would be the measurement of the truma because it would be 150th total. So two lug that I will later on separate, arehen truma. That will go for the truma status. Turning the page now to 56 A. Asara my 10 of these lug, which I will set aside, will end up being defined as the first Meister, the first 10th uh, Tithe, which goes to the Levite. Tisha Meister Shani. Then another nine log will be for the Meister Shani. It will be the next tenth for the sake of Meister Shani that I will bring up to Yerushalayim. Miyat. And Mechal, and then he will uh, consecrate the, the tenth onto a coin, and then he'll be able to drink the wine right away. Now, parenthetically, the reason why it goes the first tenth is 10, and the second tenth is only nine, right? In case you're getting confused a little bit. The answer is that the second tenth is being tithed from the later separation, and the later separation only was a was a unit of 90 total, so therefore you come up with only nine for your tenth. Okay. Now, they hold that you're allowed to say, I will in the future separate it, and then I'm allowed to drink all of it now up until I reach that point. So that means you're not going to separate it until after Shabbos is over, and then you're still going to be allowed to drink from it. When shabbos is ha- happening now, how can you drink from it now maybe you're really drinking from the part that is actually going to the kohen maybe you're drinking from the part that's actually going to the levy well the answer is that rev is of the opinion yesh Breira that your later actions can define the status of something retroactively so the later action that you take of defining this right here is, after Shabbos is over, you say, these 10 look are for the Maestro Rishon that I'm going to give to the Levi, right? That 10% I give to the Levi. Well, now what you define is that that 10% is exactly what was the Levi's from the beginning. Otherwise, you might have thought to say, if you don't hold the prayer, you might have thought to say, what happens is, when after Shabbos, you say that this is the 10%, that's great after Shabbos, but when Shabbos was happening, maybe you were really drinking from the wine that belongs to the Levi's. The mayor says, that's good enough. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Shimon, Shemin, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Shemin all say that this does not work. Alama Ein Braira was seen to indicate from here that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold a Brera. And since he does not hold a Brera, that is why he required writing in the other case. And if he requires writing and he holds that writing works as an option, then why is it that writing did not work? to allow you to have two different stands. The one stand that will write on it, this is the blood of the cow. One stand will write on it, this is the blood of the goat. The Gemara says this is not a good proof from here. what's your proof? Dilma Shani Hase, Maybe it's different over there. Tani taima, they actually say their reason. These risho, these all explain their, their, their position. the They said the Do you not agree with us that perhaps we should be concerned like this? Okay. So I buy the wine. I buy one hundred lug worth of wine, and I separate the the wine. Right. I may mean, I separate, not actually separate it yet. For now, I just said I will separate this and this and this in the future, and then I'll have to take it. Let's say after I make those separations and I drink some of the wine, but I have not yet physically separated the wine. You know what happens? The wine barrel breaks and all the wine spills out on the ground and it goes in the garbage. What ends up happening? I never ended up taking the proper tithes at a later point in time, in which case that which I drank earlier on Shabbos turns out that all of that was actually hevel. Pebble is what, the, what we call something that has not at any of the tides removed from it, which you're not allowed to drink at all. So the, the other Tanayim, say to Rabbi to say to Rameir, you know why we don't agree with you? Not because we disagree with the conceptually, with the concept of brero, having a later action defined a stage earlier, but rather out of a concern that perhaps the entire wine will end up spilling out. And therefore, we are concerned that we will end up uh, not taking it properly, because if it all spills out, we will have come out that we drank wine that was actually pepna. So what does the mayor respond back to them? You don't have to be concerned that perhaps the wine barrel will break. That's not something you have to be concerned for. But the entire conversation between these four Tanayim is not a conversation about the concept of Brera. Can your later action define an earlier stage? Rather, it is a conversation about, are we concerned that the wine barrel will break? That's the only conversation. So this is not going to be your proof that Rabbi Rebihutah does not hold a Brera. So how do you know Rabbi Rebihutah does not hold a Brera? Rather is from a different Mishnah. Ella, so rather, from that which Ayay taught. From that which Ayay taught. Rabbi Yehuda says, This is a Gemara that we did in Eriven. You cannot make a, a, uh, a condition on two different possibilities at the same time. What is this referring to? It's referring to like this. Let's say you're, you're on Shabbos, right? So we know that if you're on Shabbos, you have a Tchum, right? You have a certain distance that you're allowed to walk in each direction, right? Now let's say you want to make an eruv tehumin. We remember eruv. An eruv tehumin is you take a certain amount of food and you put it down in a certain place, and you define your location on Shabbos not as where you are currently standing, but rather where your basket of food is located. As long as the basket of food is within two thousand amas of where you're located, you've now redefined your your location on Shabbos as being. You cannot walk at all to the east. But you can walk 2,000 to the west to where your basket is, and then another 2,000 past that. Now, let's say like this. You know there are going to be two rabbis coming to Shabbos. You don't know which one's coming from which direction. And you might want to go hear this rabbi speak. You might want to hear that rabbi speak. Okay? So what do you do? You go and you take two different two different um, eruv tuchumens, right? You take two different baskets of food. And you put one down towards the west, one down towards the and you say, listen. If the rabbi towards the west is the guy who gives the good drushes, I want my location on Shabbos to be towards the west. If the rabbi comes from the east is the guy who gives the good drushes, I want my location on Shabbos to be towards the east. The is that does not work. What does work? What works is like this. The only way it will work is if you know there's one rabbi coming, you don't know what direction he's coming from. So you say like this. You say, I want to put two baskets in each direction. Put one basket in each direction. Right. So two total. If he comes from the east, my, my Eruv Truman will be towards the east. If he comes from the west, my of Truman will be towards the west. So then Eruv, then indeed it does work. And Eruv will be the Eruv, Eruv will be the Mizrach. The Eruv will be either towards the east or towards the west. But it can't be in two different directions. Havidin the Gemara now says, we are uh, not sure what's going on in this. We have to define this a little more clearly. Why is it that it doesn't work when you say that if it's in, I have two different baskets, one if the rabbi comes from this direction, one if the rabbi comes from the other direction, we're not sure which direction the rabbi, there's two different rabbis, we're not sure which one's coming from which direction, which one's the better rabbi, and that doesn't work. Why? The Ambraeira. I cannot redefine after Shabbos began where my location really was when shabbos began because remember when i put this basket of food down it is defining for shabbos where my location is right it's not where i'm standing it's where the basket's standing so i can't then decide which one is my location later on based on something that didn't exist when shabbos began so the gemara says if so if that's conceptually the problem then why is it that it works when i'm only dealing with i put two baskets down one to the east and one to the west why over there does it work why does it work in that case? And it doesn't work in the case where there's two different rabbis coming. I don't know which one's coming from which direction, then it doesn't work. So why does it work in the second case and not the first case? So the Gemara says, the Mizrah v'mairiv, Nami eimbrera, him out to the east and to the west. Also, we should say eimbrera, and it shouldn't work. Gemara answers, cases like this the chacham already came when shabbos had began i just didn't know which direction it came from so since he already had come when shabbos began so then it actually was sufficient the fact that uh, that i later on defined where he was coming from that's already enough because really when shabbos began he was in place either on the east or the west i just didn't know so braver doesn't work when there, it actually was not true one way or the other it had no status at all and then i want to redefine the status as being one way or the other from a later action, that's when Brera is problematic. Over here, that's not what's happening. Over here, the rabbi was actually there. I just had a lack of idea, I had a lack of knowledge. So the lack of knowledge can be fixed with a later understanding, a later knowledge. So now that we've established that Yehuda indeed does not hold up Brera because a Yehuda says it doesn't work over there because it does not allow the later understanding to retroactively define the space. Haxiba Isle. So then the must hold of Review the must hold that you're allowed to write things down. Because if he holds, there's no such thing as Brera, then you are allowed to write things down. And not to write it down on Shabbos or Yom Kippur. That's not the point of here. The point of here is is that you can rely on that which is written down. So the Gemara says, back to his original question. Why is it that Rebihuda says that you, don't, you only have one stand and you switch off the different bloods um, on this stand? Why doesn't he say just have two different stands and write on one stand is the blood of the of the power of the ox and right on the other stand is the blood of the goat and then you won't get things confused. You want to answer something fascinating. <laughs> the Kain gadol is very tired. He is very weak. He stayed up the whole night and he is fasting and he's starting to get a little groggy. He's seen three at this point. So you're going to write it down on the thing. He might still get confused. So therefore writing will not be sufficient. You're right in general, Rabbi Huda, would rely on writing. But over here, he's not going to rely on writing because of the weakness of the Kayin Gadol. And the Gemara now proves that there's weakness of the Kayin Gadol, and that we take this into account. If you do not say that we take the weakness of the Kayin Gadol into account. like What do you mean? Even without the writing, it should still be obvious. No one should ever get confused between the two different, bath, the two different um, containers of blood. The container of blood from a goat is obviously not going to be as much as the container of blood from the cow. So why would the Kayan God possibly get confused as to which one is which? Must be because he's so tired out that he doesn't have his wits about him. So if so, even if it's written down, it's not going to help. The Gemara says, Maybe you'll say that the blood from the cow is not more than the blood from the goat. Why? Because maybe you don't accept all of the blood of the cow. Maybe you don't take some of the blood of the cow. And then it's not obvious that there has to be a different measure of blood of the cow, measure of the goat. The says that's not true though, you do have to accept all the blood. How do we know? The one who shaft has to accept all of the blood of the cow. says it's called All of the blood of the cow he will pour out on the aside on the base of the of the altar the now says maybe what you'll say is maybe indeed it's true that typically you'll have a situation where the cow should be more obvious than the goat is far heavier and the going up should never make that mistake of thinking then getting confused with which blood is which however sometimes you might say it might end up getting spilled some of it you have to accept all of it maybe some of it got spilled and that's why you could get confused the says even if you would say that not that this should happen but even if you would say this hai hi wherever hai suma one blood is lighter in color. One blood is darker, redder in color. And therefore, you wouldn't get confused. So Ella, we can conclusively state, Because he is so weak and so not himself, he is not in his right mind, and therefore he will make this mistake in the two bloods. And even if the writings is there, he'll make the mistake. So too over here, since he is so weak, it is not going to be on his mind. He will not pay proper attention, and he might make a mistake and come to mix them up even with the writing. The Gemara finishes with a story of what happened on Yom Kippur in front of Rava. So one time there was someone davening for the Ammon in front of Rava, the Amora, and this person is davening, and as we do today, the Chazin for Chazar, the Shatz for the repetition, he ends up saying over what happened on Yom Kippur in the Beit HaMikdash. Ahud the Naqas came? the Rabbi comes in front of Rava Amar, and he's saying over in Musif what exactly the coin Gadol would do in his Hazar Shashat, repetition, and he says like this, Yatsa, and God comes out, chayal heichal, and he sticks it on the second stand in the Heichal, in the, uh, you know, in the sanctuary. Dam hapar, then he takes the blood of the cow, and then he puts the blood of the goat on the same place. Now, one second, if you held like Rabbi Yehuda, then there's only one stand, and then you have to switch the blood from the place to the the you take away the blood of the ox you put down the blood of the goat but if you hold like the chachamim then there's two stands and then you don't have to switch it even if they're both they both committed at the same time so he seems to be getting confused he's saying they're both at the same he's saying according to both positions it doesn't work so amaleh so rava says them slow down man what's going on over here you're, you're schizophrenic one of your opinions seems to be following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. That there's only one stand, and therefore you have to take the blood of the goat, blood of the cow away, and then you put the blood of the goat down. And the other one seems to be saying, like the Chachamim, that there are two stands here. So Emma, so what does he tell him to do? So rather say he puts down the blood of the goat and then he takes the blood of the cow, like the opinion of the Chachamim, that the word two stands here. Umar continues its analysis. And he shall sprinkle it on the curtain. Outside the Uran from the outside, right? Tanabana we learned in a Raisa. And so too shall he do for the tenth of the meeting. what does the pasta come to teach us? in the way, same way he sprinkles on the inside of the inside, in other words, of the Kodesh HaKadashim, the Holy of Holies, so too you should sprinkle in the hechal, in the sanctuary. Just like in the Kodesh HaKadashim, Holy of Holies, he sprinkles once upward motion and seven downward motion, the power from the blood of the cow. So too he shall do in the sanctuary, he shall do the same exact situation where he does one up and seven down of the blood of the cow. And so too, same way by the Holy of Holies, he does one up and seven down of the blood of the goat. So too he shall do in the Hechal, the sanctuary, the same exact cheshvah. He dwells with them while they are in the middle of the imahim. Even when we are Tameh, the Shkina, Hashem's presence is still with us. The Gemara is going to continue with a little bit of a story talking about, uh, you know, the way the heretics took it. And probably this has to do with, like, replacement theology, right? The idea that the Christians say that Hashem has no longer a covenant with us, God forbid, right? But rather the covenant is now with the replacement, uh, you know, mission, the replacement uh, nation. Um, so we'll continue this Gemara tomorrow night as Rast Hashem at 845. Okay, take care, everyone.